0: One last question, suppose Lord Russell this film were to be looked at by our descendants like a Dead Sea Scroll in a thousand years time, what would you think it's worth telling that generation about the life you've lived and the lessons you've learned from it? I should like to say two things, one intellectual and one moral. The intellectual thing I should want to say to them is this. When you are studying any matter or considering any philosophy, ask yourself only what are the facts and what is the truth that the facts bear out. Never let yourself be diverted either by what you would wish to believe or by what you think could have beneficent social effects if it were believed. But look only and solely at what are the facts. That is the intellectual thing that I should wish to say. The moral thing I should wish to say to them is very simple. I should say, love is wise, hatred is foolish. In this world, which is getting more and more closely interconnected, we have to learn to tolerate each other. We have to learn to put up with the fact that some people say things that we don't like. We can only live together in that way. And if we are to live together and not die together, we must learn a kind of charity and a kind of tolerance which is absolutely vital to the continuation human life on this planet
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the when we feel like it podcast meets the no boundaries podcast where the facts are the facts and opinions hurt people's feelings and we broadcast whenever the fuck we feel like it it's Jay, it's Sean, it's F, it's iTunes, it's Spotify, it's SoundCloud, it's Google Play. We everywhere you want us to be. How are y'all doing on this quarantine day?
2: Boy, well, I said quarantine day. Well, happy quarantine day to you too, brother. I'm fine, I'm fine.
3: <laughs> Niggas have never said quarantine in their fucking life. <laughs> this shit is nuts, man. <laughs>
1: got
3: to
2: step your vocabulary up. Boys <laughs> learned a new vocabulary for sure. and They using a fuck out that hoe. But um, I mean, shit, it is what it is. I see everybody talk about watching that Contagion movie. I, I I don't really remember that movie. What is that about?
1: I'd never watched it to start. Oh, okay. It might have been one of those movies that went
3: under the radar for me. I'm not sure. That was like a Netflix joint, huh? Or on my trip?
2: I gotta Shit, I'm not, I'm, shit I'm gonna say, I I can't remember it. I mean, it's it I didn't I didn't even have a chance to look it up yet. I seen I seen it was like kind of trending or whatever, but I didn't really look into it. But um I know there's a quarantine movie out there that came out like 14, 15 years ago and um <laughs> I think they I think there's a part 2 that's on Netflix, but yeah, I I haven't had the energy to just jump into something to to scare
1: myself. But anyway,
2: Is he sitting still or is he just...
1: Uh, I was looking up Contagion. I, I, was, I was doing the research. <laughs> Apparently it did go into the theaters. It, it came out in 2011. I think a Who's lot of people have been watching Outbreak. Jude Law in it.
2: Oh, interesting. Outbreak or Contagion?
1: He's in um, Contagion. Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Lawrence Fishburne, Brian Cranston, Gwyneth Paltrow. They, they got a cast.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, interesting. Anyway, man, it, it's, it's, it, are they talking about the, the the Drake positive vibe cult that he's starting on Instagram or Twitter?
1: You speak in Spanish to me, folk.
2: Oh, really? I thought that that was interesting, man. I I, I saw that Drake uh, just you know to to hopefully switch topics forever. But uh, I did find it that that it was interesting. Um, he It uh, Drake hosts secret more life evening, a well-being event to promote positive state of mind through yoga, sound baths, and more. And I believe this was something that just happened this past weekend, bruh. And the reason, you know, we don't really care to talk about um, celebrities like that. But this was interesting to me because it sounded very cult-like, similar to what Kanye is doing, and I just really wanted to know, like, do you think that it's gonna be received the same way as Sunday Service? Cause this seems very
3: cult-like. It's just, I mean, this is my opinion, but what you think, bro? What exactly are they doing? With some sort of event or something? Let me, uh, let me, let me
2: dig a little deeper into it real quick, cause uh, it was something I don't know how accurate the daily wire is but uh well not the daily wire the daily mail uh let me see man because i had seen this shit when i was just chilling yesterday on my quarantine day i mean is drake uh, due for a
1: rebrand i don't feel like he's due for a rebrand right now that boy said a rebrand that is that is an interesting concept i mean is that what sunday service was
3: this nigga said it like Drake renewing his license or some shit. Like he just
1: I, I mean, just think about it. Like all I think most most artists that stay in the game long enough go through a rebrand. Even from Jay Z going from Black Album to Kingdom Come, I felt I felt like that was a rebrand. Not in a retirement rebrand, but of okay, I'ma stop talking so much about drugs and I'ma start talking about entrepreneurship and I'ma start talking about big business and flossing your money.
3: Nah, I absolutely agree. It just sounded funny the way you said it. Really.
1: Oh, okay, that's cool then. But,
3: but this to, nigga Web. Oh, go ahead, Jay.
1: I said, but to me, uh, I mean, Drake. What has Drake done that's really positive? Like he he made he made what was that song? Uh, God's plan. But other than that, Drake toxic as fuck.
2: <laughs> that's what they saying, bro. That's what they saying. Uh, Drake hosted a More Life evening of well-being in Los Angeles on March 5th. Wow, so I'm leaked. Uh, More Life, named after Drake's 2017. is a new global wellness brand by the God's Plan Rapper. It's a mission to promote a positive state of mind and physical well-being through education and personal growth. Uh, Drake hosted... Uh, it was someplace... I, uh, more life is a new global. I mean, they don't re- they don't really go into specifics. Uh, they just said the secret brand included a variety of activities and retreats, including relaxation stations by non toxic, vegan and cruelty free brand O'Shea. Uh, it's uh, yoga nidra and sound baths. The evening was hosted in partnership with Dahana's Health Club. And man, this shit sounds very very. Light skin. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I, I just, I don't know, man. I swear we just watched a Netflix documentary about the yoga guy that pretty much had women. That boy Bikram. <laughs> that boy Bikram. Bikram yoga was wild. You couldn't tell um, Bikram he was
1: wrong either.
2: You really couldn't. It seems like Drake is on that same path. And like you said, I, I like I said, man, it's something that caught my attention. And I'm surprised. I mean, knowing that it was March 5th and nobody's talking about it. Sounds very, like you said, sounds very light-skinned, sounds very hippie-ish. I just don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I'm just getting to the point where I just, I see stuff like this and I, I didn't even think about rebranding until y'all just brought it up. And it puts me in a mindset of, man, like, is everybody just saying whatever keeps them relevant or has that always been the case? Say whatever to keep yourself relevant.
3: I think it's always been the case. It's just more evident now, really. Because back then, you know, you might see people once every one, one or two years type shit. But now you see these motherfuckers every single day.
2: Oversaturation.
3: Super oversaturation.
2: That's that's a uh, that's strange, man. I just, I don't, I wonder why they why they're deciding to go this route. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It just feels like yoga and positive mind, like, because when you think about. The positive mindset. Okay, be positive. During this pandemic, do you think people are being positive?
3: They positive they're going to take everything off the shelves.
2: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They positive like, that they're
1: going to die. They positive, <laughs> positive you're not going to get in the way. <laughs> they positive they can flip this guy in the milk for $15.
2: <laughs> the boys went from trying to flip Kobe memorial tickets to. I'm finna i sell you this head sanitizer for 90 bucks. Like, bruh. What are they what is America what is humanity doing right now? Like, seriously. This is a serious question. What are we doing? Milk is going for coke I, I, prices. I, shit, it's it's all white. It's all white. But um good lord, man. Like you can't you can't you can't exist right now. Like I don't care what type of rock you live under right now, this shit is in your face, and it's like, what What are we supposed to do right now? Or, or, like, what do you think is the true culprit here? Like, are we just are we dumbed down now? Like, are we officially dumbed down?
3: Quite honestly, I don't even know how to address this shit. I'm kind of at a not necessarily at a loss for words, but at a loss for exactly what to do because I never take any of this shit serious, but now they. They bring the shit to my doorstep to where I have to actually Respond. account for this shit. I have to actually make a response to it. I have to react to it. So really I'm just taking this shit a fucking minute at a time. I really don't fucking know.
2: And and that's that's the crazy part to me, how I feel like a I feel like us three are rational thinking guys. I feel like most of the people that I talk to on a regular basis, the way they talk about it, some people approach it, you know, they they kinda ask questions and then some people kinda be like, hey y'all Y'all, you you know, you, you better get on it. This shit is real. And I'm kind of looking at them like, you know, what type of proof do you have? And once again, just trying to look at it from a rational mindset. And this is like one of the first times where I can actually sit there and be like, I don't have a legit answer. And that's wild. I think that's the scarier part.
3: I feel like, quite honestly, I was going to say this on my podcast. You're more than likely going to get this virus from going to the store than you are from the actual fucking spreading of this shit everybody at the store touching all the fucking shit and you going right your ass to the store and you touching all the same shit and you bring your ass back home and you bringing that shit back home with you so if you were to catch it you more than likely going to catch it in line at the fucking store
2: touching a random shopping cart that you probably can't clean off
1: it was weird when I went to Target this morning I went through the self checkout and they were literally wiping them down after every single customer wow
3: fast food restaurants wearing gloves and shit Taking your debit card, that type shit,
2: Bruh, I tried to get some Chick Fil A um, yesterday, man, and they were talking about yeah, it, you know, due to the due to health concerns, we don't want to give refills. And I just kind of looked at her like, well, first of all, you put I just wanted water, and you put Powerade in it slash water, so I'm gonna need you to empty this cup out and give me some more drink. And then she just kind of looked at me like she like was nervous, like man, like I'm really not supposed to be doing this, and I didn't get it. I'm like, you handed this to me the first time, so you emptying it out or throwing the cup away and just giving me another cup like i don't I don't get what you're trying to do here, chick-fil-A. this is probably the first time I've actually had like some real beef with chick-fil-a, but that keep that confused me I, I don't get it. I feel like once again it's one of those moments where I'm like, are you being overly cautious or are you just trying to screw me out of my money so you can you know capitalize off of this pandemic?
3: It's a weird time right now, man I mean. People are reacting to shit they don't even have hard facts on. I mean, if a refill is gonna kill you, my nigga, kill me right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, it's they're telling you to stay out of places that aren't that. If it's if it's twenty or more people, you may want to avoid it. And that's like a that's I guess that's like some information that was supposedly that was supposedly you know put out by the CDC. And I'm like I'm looking at this situation like you just said, Sean. If I go to a grocery store, it's like three hundred people there. So I shouldn't be there, correct? correct. Why isn't is the grocery store, you know, telling me I need to turn around and go home because I'm, you know, probably gonna be a, the cause of the outbreak by being the twenty-first person there?
3: Can we keep it real? Yeah. It's a weak-ass virus. If Tide is the vaccine, <laughs> my nigga, like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? My nigga, Dove is the vaccine. My nigga, stop it, man. <laughs> you gotta be fucking shit.
2: Let's be. Let's let's keep it real here. Jay, just so you know, your 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 screen froze, and we're, yeah. we're, we're just getting your voice right now. It's it's <laughs> okay. That's cool. It's I'm pretty, still here. I'm still here. It's it's pretty annoying. We
3: have a lovely screenshot <laughs> of you pause, by the way.
2: <laughs> but but either way, we'll, we'll make it work. So if if you realize that we pause and you're kind of like, why the hell they pause it? Is because we have we can't see your reaction. But either way,
1: this is how I, I,
2: I have any of y'all had the flu before? Yes. You had the flu before. Can you tell N- me about this? times. Symptoms?
1: For real? I've had the flu. I used to get the flu almost every year. I think it's been three years since I last had the flu, but I used to get the flu every year.
2: And what do you do? You get the shot every year now?
1: Uh, no, this is the first year I get the. I got the shot, but I just rolled the dice.
2: Okay, okay. Can you tell me your symptoms and how you feel? What do you usually do when you know you have the flu?
1: Actually, the last time I got the flu is when we came back from, from Chris's bachelor party in Vegas. But my flu symptoms, fever, body aches, fatigue.
2: What did you do? Were you just laid, laid around, slept all day? Yeah,
1: I sat my bitch ass down somewhere.
2: Was you? Was you I mean, let be honest. Were you active on social media? Were you like, you know talking to people on the phone just kind of like just going through your normal routine or were you like fuck that I'm finna sleep or
1: I was like fuck that I'm finna sleep I'm finna sleep I'm going to get up I'm going to get some fluids and then I'm going to go back to sleep or I'm going to get up I'm going to take these meds cuz you take it's like Tylenol every 6 hours and ibuprofen every 4 hours or some combination like that I would literally get up to take meds and go right back to bed like I wasn't especially at, at the peak like when it first hit I wasn't very active at all and then, even after coming off of it, you know, you're just, your body is still so weak that, like, even that first day back to work is tough.
2: Okay, okay. So uh, th- th- I feel like that's good enough information for me to ask this next question. And Sean, you never had the flu before?
3: Quite honestly, I, I suppose I have, but I never went to the doctor for the flu, so I can't really officially say, but I'll have to assume in my lifetime I've had the flu. Uh,
2: same here. I think, I think, uh, one, at the one time I got the flu shot, I was sick for a few days. I wouldn't say my body was aching or anything, but I felt weak and I didn't want to do anything. And I just remember just going to sleep and just feeling like I'm gonna stay home and I'm gonna watch TV and I'm gonna relax. Um, and, but for the most part, I didn't have any energy. And when it came back to like me getting ready to go to work, it felt like I had to pretty much like I had to make sure that I I ate a lot, I, I drank a lot, and I had to like basically mentally psych myself back into being hundred percent again. Cause I could tell that I went from like 30% to 70% and I was fighting to get back to hundred percent. But long story short, I got to agree with what Sean just said when he says, if tide is the best defender against this, this is a weak ass virus. Because when I think about the flu, like most people that tell me they had the flu, bro, they tell me they be out of there for three or four days. That shit. And once again, everybody knows that people, especially children, die from the flu on a yearly basis, and that shit is fairly common. I want to say, upwards of fifty thousand people nationwide die from the flu just your your normal strand of flu, and. We want to believe that a lot of those people that died from the flu, a lot of those children that died from the flu, were people that probably already had weak immune systems, or they probably got a strain that was foreign and nobody knew how to react to it and couldn't save them. I want to say about two months ago, these 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 um, these parents in Colorado, they had a kid that the do- they, they took him to the doctor. The doctor told him they had the flu, and the, and the and the doctor was like, "Well, just give him Tamiflu and he'll be fine. He'll survive." but instead of getting tamiflu uh the parents they went to some anti vaxxer uh facebook group and asked them what they should do and the anti vax uh group was like hey man just just rub some oil on his uh head and put some potatoes in his socks and will be whoa, fine whoa whoa do what <laughs> you you heard me sir was like they they the, the Saltan's Tate boy they <laughs> they said, said put some oil on his head and put some potatoes in his sock and he'll be fine and the kid end up dying like 24 hours later like no i'm not even trying to roast him that's what they're that gonna do put a little onion soup
1: um on him and put him in the oven for 350 for about four hours he would have been right i heard once you get detected with the,
2: the tamiflu uh once you get detected once they detect the flu within 24 hours you have to take the tamiflu i never had tamiflu so I don't
3: know yeah but tamiflu is just regular medication correct it's not a vax vaccination yeah, it's, right it's
2: just it's just regular medication that they say helps
3: so if it's yeah. not a vaccine i don't understand why you would defer from that from an anti-vaxxer or whatever i mean it doesn't really make sense to me that's what i'm getting it's to. not a vaccination
2: that's what i'm getting to i feel like anti- unless
3: i'm fucking slow i don't know what i <laughs> no, no. are
2: just retarded
3: because <laughs> i heard this story before but i didn't uh I don't know. Yeah, I but mean, go ahead.
2: I think that they they've gotten to the point where they don't want any type of man-made medicines at all, and they feel like everything. If the government is offering, to, if the government is offering it to you, then it's there to kill you. I think that's the anti-vaxxer mindset, in my honest opinion. That's that's what it gotta be. But um, once again, like I said, I feel like most. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like most people that that die from the flu, are people that probably just didn't react fast enough to symptoms of the flu Correct. okay so and so with that be
1: and i see i know you can't ahead. see me raising my hand but i did google the tamiflu and it, it basically just makes the symptoms not as severe it doesn't cure anything but it is like gives you a cough medicine a fever reducer and like a pain med all in one
3: that's what i figured so mm. like, there can't be a vaccination no
2: so, so I, I don't know why the parents decided, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna saute this boy and um we're gonna let him die because that's exactly what happened and, and and you could you could google this story. I do believe it's a uh, it happened in Colorado. Um, once again, to, just to tie it back to to uh, the supposed king of viruses right now, coronavirus. It doesn't make any sense to me based on me and and Jay laugh about it. But I think it's I think it's a rich nigga disease. I think it's a rich nigga virus. I don't know any any regular poor people that have coronavirus. We hear we're hearing about these cases. But once again, we're not really seeing any true proof because the only people that they're exposing are celebrities. If all the regular people, which to me, I swear was illegal to to uh, disclose people's medicals. Uh, history or medical symptoms. I thought that was illegal. So it, it's it's all just begin, becoming really confusing. But at the end of the day, I'm just trying to figure out how a virus that's supposed to be so lethal has people tweeting, people posting videos about how they're doing fine, don't worry. I'm like, this doesn't really sound like something I should be worried about. Compared to the flu, because I'm telling you, most people I know who have the flu; they be knocked out, bro. They don't want to deal with you for three or four days. But these people that had a virus, it just, you know, just go on about their regular day. Like, hey, I got, I got the coronavirus. You know, I got this virus. I'm like, well, doesn't really seem like it's that bad, then.
3: So me- be on the call for the next 24 hours. Fuck with me. <laughs>
1: that's, that's what it sounds yeah, like. But- like, oh, hey, I got, the, I got the flu. I'm chilling, y'all. <laughs> that's yeah, the- like. That, what it what it is is to like look, I ain't I ain't trying to go to work for the next three or four days. I'ma call you day one. Hey, I got the flu. I'm out for the next three days, so I don't have to get up early in the morning to keep calling y'all and telling y'all that I'm out. I'm just gonna make this one call and let it ride for the next three days.
2: So you basically got to my next point. I think I think that this virus is just being exploited. Motherfuckers are just taking advantage now. A bunch of motherfuckers didn't want to do no work, <laughs> and they like shit. We gonna just call off work for the next three weeks to a month now. Because even my job, they've banned travel for the next 60 days. Basically, they don't want anybody to go to any other, you know, facilities at my job. No more plane travel, nothing. If you don't work at that facility, they don't want you there for the next 60 days. That shit sound like, to me, y'all just don't want to buy no more plane tickets for the next 60 days. Y'all want people to just, you know, sit where they are and mind their business. It's, they just saying, it's what it sound like to me.
1: But I understand I, the precautionary measures.
2: Yeah, of course, what about the precautionary measures for people with the flu? Ebola. Yeah, Zika, H1N1, SARS, Mysteria, E. coli, all kind of shit, people with HIV. I'm just saying, like, what are we doing for precautionary measures in those situations? Like, what makes this virus so unique other than the fact that it's quote unquote new? Like, and then what what is this test kit? What is so unique about this test kit? If, I, if I'm a doctor, if I'm working in a laboratory, and you come into my lab, and I see something abnormal about your blood, am I not going to tell you?
1: Don't give me the line. <laughs> don't, don't
2: give me the line. It feels like, I mean, it, I, I would imagine that it, with any type of virus, um, there are white blood cells that are going to be ample, and it's a problem, correct?
3: Hey, man, I really don't know that, that's, I, too I, much of shit about this shit, quite <laughs> honestly, man. I ain't taking Get serious until until the NBA got shut down. they <laughs> like, LA, "Oh shit!" <laughs>
1: exactly. Oh, we got a problem nigga,
3: now. Nigga, they canceled the season. Nigga, nigga, this shit is real, Bro, nigga, I'm talking about MLB
2: sp- spring train. All that shit just gone. My homeboy was trying to meet up with me later, and he was like, "Hey man, you know, meet me at this bar for you know, just kick it or whatever." I said, "Bro, what they showing on the TV?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Just reruns." He was like, "Shit." get reruns to the XFL. The only thing that seem interested right now. I'm like, what?
1: I don't think they canceled bowling because I seen that yesterday when I went to breakfast. They had bowling on TV.
2: Hey, they can turn that shit off. They can turn that shit right off, along with darts and pool, because they ain't watching that shit. I ain't that bored. The fuck, I look like going to a bar to watch somebody bowl?
1: I think I think what what bothers me more than anything is like. Why are y'all buying all the damn toilet paper?
2: Does the does the virus cause diarrhea?
1: It's not a symptom. And okay, it's, and mean, it's it's weird because it's like you're out of toilet paper, but there's still like a lot of Kleenex on the shelf. So like you can't say, oh, I've been blowing my nose with it or something. So you you you're being more actively wiping your ass right now is is what I'm picking up on it. And so I'm looking at this, and I was talking to my step pop earlier. And you know he was talking about toilet paper and stuff and I was like, well, if you quarantine and you at the house anyways, if you take a shit and you ain't got no toilet paper, you might as well take a shower. You ain't going nowhere.
2: Uh-huh. I mean, I mean that that's a common sense approach to it. Are they are they are they scared that the water's going to be contaminated by this virus
1: from that video that Sean sent me earlier? No, that's that's not even a that's not even the thing.
2: That's not a possibility. I, I want to see something real quick. And, you know, most people probably you know, usually we come on this show and we definitely have, you know, a, a, some solid topics, but I honestly feel like this is just an episode of three niggas that are just confused as the rest of the world.
3: Because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm confused, bro. I'm fucking baffled.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so confused I had to look up what a virus is. It says a virus is a biological agent that reproduces inside the cells of a living host. When infected by a virus, a whole cell is, is forced to produce thousands of identical copies of the original virus at an extraordinary rate. Okay, so it has to go into a living hole. So we're, we're going to assume that the coronavirus isn't an airborne virus, technically, correct? Like, it's
3: not something that can be... They say it lives in the air for a certain amount of time. It lives better on metal, metal surfaces and shit like that for like X amount of minutes and all this type of shit. But, you know, again, this is, like, off-limited fucking knowledge.
2: Interesting. Interesting. I've seen, like, yeah. Like, just three niggas baffled, bro. I don't know. (laughs) I I just, once again, the toilet paper thing, I don't, I'm trying to figure out why Why are lines outside of the grocery store? Because what, because if the lines are outside of the grocery store, my question is, what does the inside of the grocery store look like?
1: And
3: what were you wiping? Ass with prior to this, what were you doing? Were you washing your ass, sir?
1: <laughs> Honestly, that That's might just be a Texas thing, because I, I keep walking right in and right out of the store. Lines are still short. I mean, as we mentioned, the, the soap and stuff is is off the shelves, but other than that, I can walk right in. I, I got a case of water, I got some non-perishables, and I got some bananas, and I walk right out.
2: Are you in a suburban
1: area? Uh, It's, it's a little ritzy over here.
2: Okay, I I, I saw that. I didn't I haven't really seen it in a suburb in the suburban parts of Houston but when I went into the city I saw it at an HEB I saw it at a Walmart um, and in California that 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 one of the main videos going viral was a Costco a California a Costco in California that mug was pretty bad so I don't know if it's just a, a big a big city slash inner city thing, because I don't think the suburb. I think the suburbs are reacting to it, but I think it's a lot more pleasant and easier to get to, but I have seen lines outside the store, like,
3: for real. It was bad. Saw it yesterday. A lot of cats in the suburbs, a lot of these motherfuckers already retired, don't have to work and shit, so by the time you come home from work, they done already left the store and shit like that, so these motherfuckers, like like Jay just said, the stores, the the shelves are just empty, but it ain't no lines and shit like that. I haven't personally seen any lines and shit like that, but Again, the, the shelves are empty.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I wish I'd have took a picture, of, a picture of it, but I just wasn't in one of those moods. I was annoyed. I was already on my mission to do what I needed to do. And uh, the reason I asked this question is because if the inside of the store is that bad, and it's been, I want to say, it's gotten bad since about Thursday morning or Wednesday night, I definitely feel like police reinforcement should be around to where people, I mean, people's goods are probably getting stolen now at this point. I mean, you got a store full of that many people Somebody's getting robbed, unless there's somebody at the front of the store saying, hey, we're only letting in this many people, which I haven't had to walk up to a store and experience that. I just kept it moving. So, I mean, like I said, usually when you go to a store, it's fairly easy. You get your shopping cart, or you get to moving. But I don't know how your average person would react to seeing a- ladies and gentlemen, sorry about that. We had some technical difficulties, and now we can see Jay's face again. Uh, it's not the best thing, but we'll, we'll work with it. Uh, <laughs> but now, man, uh, like I said, I basically was just wondering, man, how do you um, how does a grocery store work, work with this? Because it just seems like find even the Drake thing in with this and the positivity aspect of all this I don't really see that I see a lot of humanity in this situation based on the fact that nobody's really being considerate towards one another um, my mom was saying to me this this morning that um, it, w- it would be really messed up that you know somebody hoards all the water hoards all the soap hoards all the toilet paper and then their neighbor is in need and then they're just sitting there you know with nothing do you think that we'll have one of those Hurricane Harvey moments where people are going to be willing to give up their goods to help their neighbor? You know, and the way people are acting right now, it's really hard to believe because, I mean, the uh, most people's in in the inner city, it just kind of seems like most people's first reaction is I'm finna worry about mine. Fuck everybody else. Because that's what I'm seeing from my perspective. And uh, It would be real sad to see somebody starve or not be able to wipe their ass because their neighbor got all the goods. So that's kind of I mean you know like I said I just feel I just feel like we already know that positivity, the the, the positivity movement isn't really a positivity movement. It's just more of a um, look at me, uh, you know. It's kind of a virtue signaling thing because, like you said in the beginning, Drake probably one of the most toxic entertainers that you know, but now he's hosting a. A, a, a Bikram yoga type of event and you know, what is his real goal? Is it to rebrand or is he really trying to re you know, find himself again? Cause he probably notices that he's toxic himself. So it's just something to think about, man. That's for, but, but for the most part from this whole Corona thing, I think that, you know, the, 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 if you're really going to talk about being positive and being humane, and I think I think we all need to re-evalu- re- reevaluate how we're responding to this because uh, I think I think the way humans are treating each other right now are going to be more detrimental than the virus itself.
1: What I get from this whole Corona thing is that, um, and not to really step on Sean's toes because this is usually what he covers on his show, is that really didn't need a J Jay Electronica album.
2: <laughs> wow! No, we was going to talk about that. We were going to talk about that for sure. But 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 uh, I didn't get a Jay, Jay Electronica album. I got a Jay Z album. I'm sorry, because when you got somebody as big as Jay Z on your album, nigga, you're the guest star. I'm sorry, because <laughs> you you ain't the, you not the headline, bro. That wasn't your album.
3: It didn't help that Jay Z's audio was clearer than um, Jay Electronica's either. He Jay
2: Jay Electronica definitely came with a more um, backpack underground sound like he was on some you know late 90s early 2000s and shit and he was just in a cypher with mo Deaf and talib and i don't think that that really helped
3: it sounded like he recorded it inside of his backpack (laughs) that's what the (laughs) he was literally in his bag on this album.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Inside of his backpack, and that boy was wilding with that one man uh did you actually jay did you actually have it to where you could edit out his verse
1: oh yeah his i found verses? it i found it on the internet it, the jay-z album is about 24 minutes long
2: damn what's the name of the album
1: a written testimony
2: okay i, I don't know i i because I, I just saw the uh the uh arab arabic Ar- 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 writing the arabic writing and i just uh, yeah he like y'all said he was on some five percenter shit and um how long has he been on that i haven't been following jay electronica that long to where I, did, I didn't even know he was really like associated with that like what's up with that
3: he'd been on that for a while um he used to talk about eminem and all types of other shit too and it's just weird because he's married to a white billionaire heiress type chick some of well, them Louis. Rockefellers. yeah is it the is it a Rothschild?
1: No, Rothschild, that's what it is. Excuse me.
3: Yeah. It's it's some weirdo shit. I don't know. But that nigga clearly knows something that I don't know. <laughs> Number one, he has Jay-Z on his debut album on every fucking song. Number two, he married a billionaire heiress. And, you know, here I am making a fucking podcast for free. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bro, this all ties back into what we're saying. Like. Jay Electronic is a prime example of a guy that's he's he's speaking this five percent of stuff. He's he's uh, he's he's talking, you know, some knowledge, but it's not it doesn't seem like he's living it. Like, I mean, we don't know much about his billionaire billionaire wife, but I, I doubt that she's a five percenter. I doubt that she's like on some woke shit, you know. <laughs> she's a person that has more money than the than his boss, so to speak. Like, that's
3: wild, bro. She is not a 5 percent She's a point zero 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 one percent <laughs> She has all the money in the nation.
1: My question that... is, how close is Jay Electronica to Dr. Umar Johnson?
2: After that album?
3: <sighs> Man. You mean in terms of like sketchiness?
1: I don't I don't find Jay Electronica to be sketchy. I just find find him to be, you know, deep in his beliefs. I don't find it. Dr. Umar Johnson is very sketchy, though. So I'm I'm looking at this album is like, okay, was he just sharing his beliefs with us or kind of like Sean said, hey, he knows something I don't know. I'm going to put Jay-Z on every track of my album. So I'm going to get these streams, the streams that I don't need because I'm married to a billionaire white woman.
2: You mind looking up his wife real quick, just seeing if you could do a quick wiki on her, so people kind of get a feel of what we're talking about. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the J. Electronic album, I I definitely would say listen to it. If you're like a a fan of like authentic hip hop and just want to hear something a little bit more refreshing than listening to a little oozy, little little Tekka.
3: The Maybe. funny thing is, I actually fuck with the album. I actually do like the album. It's just that the sound quality is kind of fucked up. And then he has the, a picture of the young lady.
2: Electronica wife, she kind of gives me the uh um, and Hathaway vibes. Okay, skinny chick, he looks uh fairly happy. Uh, there's no is, is her information hidden from the internet? Is she that powerful?
1: Is nah. this possible?
2: I, I, believe, I believe her, her name, name is name. Kate.
3: Yeah,
1: okay. Okay, this has gotta be off. They said her estimated net worth is nine hundred thousand. Interesting.
3: Well, you know they have all their money tied up in trust funds and all that type of shit, so you know who fucking knows.
1: That might just be cash
2: value right there. But apparently y'all y'all heard that she was a billionaire.
3: I mean, they control the world. Economy, economy, uh, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, it, I mean, to, it, even though to see him with a white woman is interesting, just based off of the, 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 the lyrics that he put out there, just
3: saying it didn't, it didn't put it like this he has more money available to him than Jay Z does just by marrying this lady without even doing anything that Jay Z's done in terms of business and you know, all that type of shit. And y'all already know, I don't even care for Jay Z as a person all that much, and I'm saying this so.
1: I did find an order, article from 2018 saying that they were broken up. Where yeah. quote, Jay Electronica asked if she wanted her teeth knocked out. Hmm.
2: I don't think that that's very uh, healthy. I don't think that that's uh.
1: Well, it, it's it's already weird, and and this is my ignorance of the Muslim teaching for them to even embrace an interracial relationship like that
2: yeah to to have to have Farrakhan on your album bro oh Farrakhan speaking right if i'm not mistaken uh yeah that that's that's mm-hmm. that's, that's uh contradicting man that doesn't really make sense I, yeah i don't know man that's that's another reason why i just i didn't really know that he was on that i understood the the erica badu relationship but that relationship right there would not fit in with the lyrics that he just put out on Friday. That that's that's weird, man. But I, I've been saying this for a minute. Celebrities, especially rappers, are not people that I would just follow blindly. They they always saying some shit and it's like, I mean, them boys, they just as flawed as us. They just they just happen to be popular. And that's 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 weird though. I'm intrigued now and I may actually do some more digging because um just like I said, after listening to that album and then realizing that he's in a situation, you know, even if he is broken up that just doesn't match what I heard at all, and uh, that's 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 weird, man. That's weird. But overall, man, like I said, I, I I did enjoy the album, and I did I do think it's worth listening to if you, especially if you're a Jay Z fan. Jay Z, uh, do you think those Jay Z verses were old or new? Uh,
1: I think I think a lot of it was old. I think a lot of it's been material he probably has been sitting on. And um, I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and they talk about how sensitive artists are, and like when you put something out there that's not received well, you know, you tend to go back into your shell. And I think that might have been a lot of what happened with Jay Electronica taking so long. Because I mean, of course, of course, people of that stature are going to Google their name and be like, okay, you know, this is what people are saying about me. And a lot of people saying, you know, oh, him taking this long to drop an album after you drop. um, exhibit C, and you do the shiny suit theory, and you have bangers, but you never roll that into an album. And I think I think it was a lot of self pressure, and and I think a lot of artists, him excluded, are like, hey, this is my offering. You like it or you don't. I don't give a shit. Because I think I think we've talked about this before. Like if people sit here and say, hey, I fucking hate the No Boundaries podcast. Y'all are a bunch of misogynistic, woman hating, nut jobs. I'm not gonna take that to heart because you still listen in my opinion you still listened
2: yeah yeah that's that's true you give give us that listen to give us that yeah give us that uh give us that stream with even with all the hate and I think if you truly dislike something you're not gonna you're not gonna feed it with your uh, with your attention to that degree that makes sense though still I'm still I'm still baffled that he's that he's uh that he was dealing with this billionaire white woman I didn't I don't know how just that's strange, man. And
3: that's- I think it's some new verses in there because Jay Z referenced the NFL and shit. He didn't say the NFL, but he referenced the NFL. Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's right. That's but right. But for
3: the most part, I think it is a lot of older shit.
2: Okay, okay. Wow, that's that's amazing, man. Hip hip hop today, man. It's just I don't know what it was to represent. I don't know where it's at, you know, what his identity is right now, because it just seems like it's all over the place, I man. You got guys wearing dresses, you got guys wanting to be woke, you got guys that are um, in a position uh, of power that don't really seem like they're helping out the next guy. Uh, you have you have guys that are, you know, in Jay Z's position that it looks like they're willing to help the next guy, but then he kind of falls into wanting to be woke. It's just so much going on with the hip hop community right now that I, I just think that it's a uh, it's it, it's it, I guess the hip hop community probably needs to get aligned eventually. Or I mean, I, I guess it is what it is. They're making money and that's all that matters.
3: I don't know, but to, uh, to them that's all that matters. Most of them.
2: Yeah, because cause, I mean even like looking at little little Uzi and doing him being so successful. I saw I saw when I saw that little Uzi had dropped the day after Megan the Stallion, I was like, damn, like that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. No, because I mean I know like Lil Uzi has uh, a fan base. Like, is it Playboy Cardi? The uh, the the whole it's the dude that's supposed to be dropping a whole lot of red, right?
3: Whole lot of red.
2: Yeah, it's it's one of these dudes have an album. The dude that messes with Iggy Azalea, I think. Iggy, yeah, that's that's Playboy Cardi, right?
3: Well, she messed with a. Couple gentlemen out there. So I mean,
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> which it's a, it's a guy that has an album that's supposed to be coming out called Whole Lot of Red. I think it's Playboy Cardi.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And his fan base is very, very strong on the internet. If you're on Twitter, you will see that his fan base is strong as fuck. It's as strong as Lil Uzi's fan base, where people are sitting around basically been waiting a year and a half for Eternally Take. And when you have a fan base like that, you don't want to drop on the same day as those guys. That's just like straight up. So when I saw that little Uzi drop, I knew it was over for Meg. And I just felt like that's just the power of the of the Gen Zers that control the internet, so to speak. Because like that's a that's a that's a a, a sub of hip hop that nigga they finna get a they finna get a, a artist they streams like NBA YoungBoy, Lil Tecca, Lil Uzi. They finna get their artist they streams, bro. Like you want to stay out of their way, and I felt like. It was the the handling of Megan's debut album was sloppy based on the fact that I would assume that the record execs knew bro, if Lil Uzi dropped he's crushing everybody like, I thought that was common sense he did it two weeks in a row I mean, that's 600,000 that he sold in
3: two weeks I guess it was just bad timing though cause Uzi didn't announce it, it came like spur the moment type shit, I don't think anybody knew it was dropping
1: that's what I I was thinking, like, like was he did he announce it because i felt like people knew it was coming and then meg was like you know oh i'm gonna drop this friday like she wasn't trying to but then again as we can tell her knowledge of of the music industry isn't you know superb on who to drop to who to drop against but i felt like i felt like i knew the uzi Uzi album was coming for at least a week
2: yeah Mm -hmm. he was interacting with his fans on how the artwork would look that's like the last thing i saw and like people said it was coming. I don't Mm. think that they even, I don't think that they knew, like you said, the day, but people knew it was coming. So once again, it almost feels like, you know, record execs kind of set her up to fail because I mean, do you, do you, do you guys see Megan Thee Stallion's debut album as a failure? Cause I mean, outside of the publicity, what people are calling the publicity stunt, I mean, are people really talking about the album?
1: Is it even, is it even qualified as an album? Better question.
3: I think it's an EP. I think that's what they're calling it officially.
2: I'm glad you said that, bro.
3: Because her album's supposed to be at least forty-five minutes or whatever they said in terms of the contract anyway.
2: I think that we've gotten to a point, and we talked about this on No Boundaries podcast quite a few times, but I think that we've gotten to a point in society where uh definitions don't mean anything, vocabulary doesn't mean anything. Like it's just so much um it's semantics just in the in the in the context of we're saying things. But they don't really have the same meaning as they did when they did when we were growing up.
3: Everything is connotation now, not denotation. I mean, it's just everybody just you know flying by the cuff, just making some shit up now.
2: Dog, that's that's kind of insane when you think about it, man. Cause like I said a minute ago, like I wasn't even sure what a virus was when you. I mean, I from a from a common sense point of view, like okay, a virus, you know, I I get it. But the actual the, the fundamental meaning of a virus and what it's capable of doing and why somebody will label it a virus is it's an interesting concept. And now, if you really think about it, it almost feels like the term virus is used, being used incorrectly because is, is a person going to look at a... Because people are saying, stop comparing the coronavirus to the flu. They're not the same thing. But is a, is a flu considered a virus? Yep. <laughs> so it's confusing. So that that's... That's why we are three niggas sitting here confused. And if you're listening to this episode, you can tell that we're just confused. Like it's just what, like what's next? I knew 2020 was gonna be wild, but what you got, Jay?
1: Oh, I was just um, writing some notes, and yeah, <laughs> like oh, okay. 2020 has been a crazy, crazy three two and a half months. I can't even give it three; it's only been two and a half. Yeah,
2: man, literally two and a half, man, and. Hmm. I, I don't know man i just i don't know bro like whew. but i do know one thing um like i said i i i'm 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 scared for humanity in general because i i think the i think the i think the vibes that people will talk about are positive i think they're fake and i think that as as we get faker and faker people are and we're 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 in we're in more danger than we think we are
3: so you're now making a reservation at the relaxation station <laughs>
2: Bruh, if I'm relaxing, man, I'm going to relax and practice social distancing at the same time. I'm not going to be suckered into one of Drake's. Because what's going to happen is, I think what's going to happen, if this thing that Drake did catches wind, which is what Drake is doing is not original at all. Like I said, it's pretty much Bikram yoga on steroids, baby. Like I said, who knows? They're probably doing shrooms in there, passing acid tabs or whatever. But what Drake is doing isn't original and based on the fact that it was a secret event for the elite it just it just basically to me what's going to happen is since it's tied to hip hop now you'll have more black people buying into it doing their own versions of it and it's going to be shit that's popping up around your city just like with veganism like it's just once once you can tie it back to a popular black celebrity and especially somebody that's involved in hip hop it's going to get duplicated by somebody that holds that type of weight on a local level. So if Drake's relaxation station thing gets popular, don't be surprised if you see Slim Thug starting one.
1: Like podcasts.
2: Pretty much, you know, and and, and it's all going to come back to the fact that we're a capitalist country and people are just going to be doing it for the money. That's that's you know sad to say, but that's what it all comes down to. Because I'm pretty sure that this secret event probably netted him some type of cash. You don't have you don't have professional yoga instructors coming in there, you know, setting up you know whatever they had to set up. It, it's it's not going to be for free. Because I have to constantly remind people that in a country like America, there's really no such thing as free.
3: I have to look this shit up because I still have not a fucking clue as to what exactly this shit's supposed to be what he got going on. That's
2: what I mean. She, March 5th, 10 days later. Niggas and people ain't really talking about it, so they um, whoever probably found it was probably some um some journalist that was just doing their job and they just stumbled across this finding. Somebody that probably went to the event, you know, probably gave him some gave him like, "Hey man, you know, I went to this Drake event, you know, you might want to talk about it, but it's not being talked about." So it's it's interesting, bro.
1: And and you know, so, he's not pushing it heavily either. Which means that there was definitely a bag involved in it for him.
2: Definitely a bag involved, and then before we end, I want to I want to talk about something like with him not really talking. Like I don't follow Drake on any social media, but with him not talking about it and it just being a word of mouth thing, it it brings the question to mind because this is you know as, as far as everything that's going on right now. I've noticed that there's, you know, obviously an influx in misinformation and we see how powerful social media is. Do we, do you think that with Drake doing something like this and if it does get popular only by word of mouth, will that possibly put people back in the mindset of really enjoying privacy again and enjoying word of mouth rather than trying to pump everything through social media? Or do you think social media is going to continue to be the the overall way to interact with people on a mass scale?
3: If it ain't social, that shit ain't happening, champ.
1: Pretty much. Ain't nobody doing nothing behind the scenes just because anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think that eventually the Drake thing will come out and he'll start pushing it through social media? Shit,
1: this might have just been a pilot. This might have been the dry run. Get the kinks out
2: yeah that makes sense. That makes sense. yeah, yeah that shit
3: probably gonna be on caffeine on the caffeine app or whatever the fuck all uh, type of shit
2: yeah and and then and then, like I said, with that, I was thinking about that with this virus too because I see a lot of I seen a lot of reports on people talking about how this is a is this is a sneaky way of implementing martial law. and is this and then people are I mean basically just said the same thing that y'all said that this may just be a test run on how people will respond to martial law. And if you think about it, I mean, even with us, like we came on the show, we joking about, you know, quarantine day, but the reality is, uh, when you think about martial law and it's in in a softer form, you're talking about people having curfews, people not being able to leave the house when they feel like leaving the house, so on and so forth, basically becoming slaves to the state and, What if this is just a test run to see how people are going to respond to a beta version of martial law? You know, instead of and then while doing it, they're only doing it through information that is passed through regular citizens, because most of the information that we've received up until this point. I mean, most of us really don't watch the news like that. So most of the information that most of us got is what through our neighbors? So, so to speak, just people that we know, I mean, you YouTubers are, I believe YouTubers, most of them, most of them are just regular people and they're passing on their information. So what are we actually getting from the CDC? What are we actually getting from trusted news networks? Like what information do we have that has a trustworthy source? I mean, most of the information that we're getting right now to quarantine ourselves mostly just comes from average Joes.
3: From my understanding, where the virus originated from, CDC has a strong presence in that place. I could be wrong about that, but that's what I've heard.
2: In Wuhan, Wuhan, China. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, man. You got to think about something. Haven't, haven't uh, Chinese people been walking around with surgical masks for a while now? What were they What were they wearing their masks for? Pollution. So it's
3: smog and shit like that.
2: So it's so bad over there that I can see why CDC would want to be over there. They would probably need to camp out over there.
3: Yes, it's it's filthy over there.
2: Yeah, I mean I've seen people in New York wearing surgical masks too for a while too. So if it's if it's that bad over there, you gotta ask yourself why is America so hell bent on constantly doing business with the Chinese? And I ain't trying to make this you know racist or anything, but it almost feels like. A lot of the pressure, and I told Jay this the other day because I believe one of uh, one of the Chinese billionaires out there is offering like um, half a million COVID-19 test kits to America. And I was telling Jay how, like, bro, like, when you talk about the origination of this disease with it being from China and you have a Chinese billionaire offering the test kits to us basically for free, which there's no such thing as free, this is the equivalent Of somebody setting your house on fire, and then basically giving you a water hose. Yeah, like what's the fucking difference? Like, bro, like y'all, y'all first, y'all. They say the first case was in in November. We didn't feel I didn't know shit about it until late January, early February. And why we? I mean, half the shit we have in America is made in China. Like every, like most of our medications that that we deal with on a day to day basis comes from China. And 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 then somebody pointed out that bro, right now it, Italy has it the worst. Why? How come Italy has it the worst? And the billionaires not offering them test kits? Like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you giving test kits to America? What are we doing that's so special? I mean, at this point, what do we got fifty cases barely.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if I had this shit because most of the people, <laughs> I, most of the people from my job are from fucking Italy and shit. Like the, all the owners and shit, and a lot of some of them just came back. You serious? it's real shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. So, I mean... <sighs> but to hey, me, I... a lot of what I've been seeing, and I talked to my homeboy who's a nurse, he's like, if you're in reasonable health, you're going to be fine. But those people who don't take care of themselves, you just eat junk, you smoke, all this other stuff, you probably going to have an issue if it goes untreated. Just anything like if I'm a heavy smoker and I get pneumonia and I don't treat that, that shit could be fatal. Plain oh. and simple. Like my lungs are already in a compromised state. And here I am getting a, 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 an illness that's uh, heavily affects the lungs. So I get it why they say, okay, you need to keep children in the house. You need to keep old people in the house because they have the weakened immune systems. Their lungs aren't fully developed or their lungs are old as shit. Like it makes sense. And I think that's
3: what we're not doing is stuff that makes sense. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just kind of annoyed that I have to take this shit serious. I know. I mean, it's it's really fucking weird. And it's funny because people make fun of me for not leaving the house, not doing this. Now, all you weak ass niggas gotta do what the fuck I'm doing.
2: On a regular basis. And
3: y'all gonna be miserable than the bitch. And I'm gonna be cosy than the motherfucker. So it's just kind of funny how all this shit kind of reversed on a lot of people. But, you know it is what it is
2: and i think that i think that's overall that's how i'm looking at it i'm looking at i'm looking at it like society has been groomed to think and feel and react one way that a certain group of people have already been like We we've, we've already been like that like i've always tried to be a helpful person i've always kind of stayed to myself i've always found myself to be fairly clean You know, just normal shit. I've always cared about health. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know we care about health on this podcast. And it's like people are having – like they're literally being hit with a sledgehammer of truth, of reality. And it's like, hey, bro, y'all got to wake up and stop taking shit for granted. Like it it shouldn't have taken all this to make you realize you need toilet paper in your home. You need to wash your hands. Do you know how many public places you go to where they have hand sanitizer dispensers at your disposal? Like almost everywhere you go, there's free soap for you to use, hand sanitizers on the wall, like different varieties of hand sanitizer. And you have to realize that for years and years, people have been walking past this shit. Just like, I don't need that shit. And you have people that are finally realizing that when you're sick and you have something that can be con- that can be contracted by somebody else simply by sneezing on them or touching something, you should stay your punk ass at home. People are just realizing this. And this is shit that us three probably been realizing.
1: Bro, I, I swear. The only reason I went into the office Thursday was because I had a meeting. At three, and I go into this meeting and my boss says, Hey, by the way, I have a sore throat.
0: <laughs>
2: I <sighs> nigga just Damn stay home, bro. It's not I mean, we we have methods of being able to interact with you without you being physically here. We could just do a phone conference call or we can Skype if you gotta see me. I mean, we've already gotten to that point with with job interviews. People pretty much just, you know, you they just do Skype interviews.
3: Mm. You heard about that? You knew about that, right? I mean, I've never. I'm I'm pretty sure they do that, but I never have taken place, taken part in that type of shit.
2: Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, but yeah, they're they're fairly common, even for like big corporate gigs, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are. Um, once again, it's a lot of people that are applying for jobs that are abroad, and if I wanna if I wanna go work for this German company. You know, that they could just Skype me, and then at that point, you know, I, I get hired, or I don't, and then a lot of people are getting to the point where working remotely is something that's becoming fairly common, and it, it's 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 a lot of positives and negatives to this, but for the most part, it, it's just strange that people haven't realized this from the beginning. It's almost like, why were y'all doing conference calls before? Why were y'all doing Skype meetings before? There had to be an underlying reason for it, but now i guess health concern is is going to be the vital point or the primary reason now and i really just feel like it's just wild to me as human beings that we haven't taken our health seriously to this point um i guess one of the best memes i looked at before i got off uh social media was how people were talking about um y'all flipping out over this virus that hasn't really had a mass effect but you know, you know, to people's health worldwide, but y'all putting, you know, ch- chicken tenders between donuts, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, bro, niggas wild, bro, like, niggas don't care no more, bro, niggas, niggas really take life for granted, for sure.
3: Man, I really don't know what the fuck to say, man. this has <laughs> been a weird fucking turn of events recently, man. It's just. I don't know, man. I had to go outside and fucking get water and shit like I'm playing fucking Fortnite or fucking PUBG <laughs> or some shit, man. This shit is just aggravating. It's retarded. It's a lot of shit, man. This is gonna be one of those moments where I feel like people just don't
2: get about it within a week. I feel like this is something that's gonna you know, I think I think although I do hope that with the flu season, which usually tapers off in like April, I do hope that this shit fades away in April and we don't have to hear about it going into the summer and people can enjoy their summer. But I also hope that this causes mass change for a lot of people. I hope that people continue to wash their hands. I hope that people continue to stock for emergency situations throughout the year rather than being reactionary. Because Jay always says it, like you have to be prepared for chaos. And when you're not, that's when shit, that's when you get yourself in situations like this. If everybody already had kind of had that doomsday mentality, you know, not doomsday mentality to a point of being like freaking mildly retarded, but realizing that every day isn't promised and stocking up for shit, because you had to realize something. A lot of these people that have the money to run out and go get eight rolls, oh, eight bundles of toilet paper and 15, you know, cartons of water or whatever. These are the same people that are lined up at a Starbucks every day or never going to the gym, once again, taking life for granted. But they have the funds to get necessities. So you don't have to wait till a chaotic moment to get the necessities. You can get the necessities throughout the year because necessities are necessities for a reason. You fucking need them. You don't need that $8 latte. You don't need that those crab legs. You don't need No, I'm not going to go off. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. But yeah, man, I know we've been all over the place. And we're just, like I said, once again, three gentlemen here that hope that somebody can provide the answer. Because we definitely do not have the answer.
1: To summarize uh, this whole entire episode, we know nothing about nothing.
2: (laughs) We don't know anything. We just, this is a conversation we didn't even want to have. But it's like, shit, how can you... How can you have a podcast and not talk about a pivotal moment in history? like this is historical. We're never gonna forget about this, although I bet a lot of us forgot about h one n one and over a quarter million people died from h one n one but it is
3: what it is. <laughs> you know, we're humans we're 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 definitely fallible and say, Jay, yes sir, Tell your homeboy Brendan to send that uh that j Electronica list version. That album through, I know he made one. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the shenanigans last time, so I know I know what's going on on that side.
1: So he, he definitely did. I'm I'm gonna get it. And I'm sending, it, it in the Dropbox.
3: Yeah, that boy is sitting that thing through, man. That playing.
2: Wow, like you have to truly dislike a person to be like, hey, bro, just 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 erase him. I don't want to hear his voice. <laughs> he messed up all the songs. What's your favorite song though?
1: <sighs> the last one oh <laughs> okay what is it is, is the a-p-i-t-d-a
2: oh uh, okay yeah, yeah that's hard
3: i like the second to last one i believe fruits of my spirit or some shit like that one of them yeah yeah i like that the, shit is hard
2: i like a Coast of soldier slim yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine those was the top three tracks on this
1: on the album
3: <laughs> to be honest flux capacitor is clearly a classic so i mean we're not gonna ignore that at gym so yeah
1: what what was um what was the line uh with the with the, the triple entendre about the OJs? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
3: Oh, that
1: was yeah. a tough line. I was like, oh, okay. I I feel like that's a line that you have, it's like I'm gonna force this into a song because it's so tough. So yeah, 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 yeah. I need to listen to
2: Flux Capacitor
3: again because
2: if I, I'm not mistaken, that was mixed down weirdly, right?
3: Yeah, that song is garbage. I was being highly <laughs> okay. sarcastic about that shit. That shit is utterly like, garbage.
2: I remember hearing that. I was like, why is it so muffled?
3: Like
2: uh, I didn't get that one. I but I still want to listen to it again though, either way. I did. That that was a, yeah. it, yeah. Did it have a reason to be called Flux Capacitor?
3: Deontay Wilder must have heard that song while his eardrum was busted. And they were like, Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that high shit. Please go with that one. Relax.
2: Hey man, if y'all haven't listened to uh
3: to when we feel like a podcast about the uh the De-
2: Deontay Wilder uh I would say, the uh, deeper dive into Deontay Wilder. Y'all need to listen to that. What was the title of the episode?
3: Man, I can't even lie to you. My phone is away from me. I don't remember the name of the episode. Yeah, but
2: it, no matter what, just go listen to the last three or four or 15 episodes of what we feel like in podcasts, because that, that, that Deontay Wilder, definitely the information you gave on that one, that was interesting. It, it, you know.
3: By the way, he's possibly facing an eight-year suspension because things are catching up with him.
2: Wilder or Fury.
3: Fury. So it's not just some fucking shenanigans I'm talking about. It's some real live shit. Real live but, shit. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Facts are important. I, I feel like what I mean, I know that what you were saying were facts. But that's that's why one of the reasons why like if I hear something, I'm like, I'm gonna come to Sean because I know Sean is gonna put us in the right direction. And like even with the um with the Megan the Stallion info, like that was important information just based on the fact that people need to remove your biases from this situation and understand that this is business. Like, I'm like you, Sean. I'm not the biggest fan of Jay-Z at all, but I can say one thing. I do believe that in order for you to get to a point in your career to be as successful as Jay-Z, you gotta got to move like Jay-Z does. Like, yeah, I honestly feel like in order to be a billionaire businessman, you're doing what Jay-Z did. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: And, He's and, probably the least egregious one out of all the other billionaires type shit. I will say that.
2: One of those lesser of evils things, and I definitely think that Jay-Z... A lot of times comes from a good heart but y'all need to realize something that Jay-Z is for Jay-Z and that trickles like that's that's society now society is getting is it better to be narcissistic today like do you think that being narcissistic and being selfish is more beneficial today do you think it's better to live that way
1: I believe to a certain extent you have to be be selfish because i mean we we even talk about it numerous times with the kaepernick situation he's not gonna miss any any checks because we decide to protest and he's not gonna protest if we get fired so it's kind of like you got to do what you want at the end of the day because you got to look out for self ain't nobody else gonna look out for self if you don't
2: do you think that you can do that jay
1: look out for self yeah do
2: you think that you can do that and feel good about it afterwards
1: Mm. I, think I think it's. I think I think it's a, a level of nuance to that. But overall, if I did 100 percent for self, I wouldn't feel good about it.
2: I think that's what it boils down to. I think is, would that be would that kind of be a sociopath? That a person that could operate like that, or you know, just because wouldn't that be a total lack of empathy to be able to just day to day move in a selfish manner?
1: Uh, no, that's yeah. that's in your wheelhouse, Doctor Funzarelli. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so I, I'm just getting to the point where I think that in order to be a successful businessman in order to be like a lot of these celebrities today you pretty much gotta be a a, a, a highly functioning sociopath you be, you gotta be able to you know go between oh I can be an introvert extrovert I can show some I can fake the empathy but you know in reality nigga I'm all about self fuck everybody else
3: seeing a doctor in a leather jacket is hilarious by the way I just throw that out <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man <laughs> hey bro I don't, I don't want to keep on rambling but y'all boys got words of advice
1: uh yeah I got some words of advice Um, my words of advice are no matter what you do when your time comes your time is going to come so if the flight to Puerto Rico is $103 a round trip you might as well go to Puerto Rico for $103 a round trip because you ain't going to get that opportunity too many more times
2: you in the air with him, Jay? You in the air, huh?
1: Shit, man, I'm thinking about it.
2: Oh, okay, okay, yeah, man. Shit, let me know. <laughs> let me. <laughs>
1: I'm thinking about it.
2: <laughs> let me know. Shit, all I gotta say is, man, make sure y'all help people, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, just piggybacking off the fact that I mean, I don't think I can operate in a selfish manner like that. But and with so with that being said, like I find pleasure in in helping people and in, in in times like these, if you have goods and you see like shit is getting really real, I do hope that your default setting is to help people, but obviously use discernment, because there's motherfuckers out there that will take advantage. Like, use common sense. Although I know it's not that common.
3: And this is a big controversial to say, but if you need the government to tell you to wash your ass, I hope you die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm sorry, man.
2: <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> like, seriously, though. We're going to figure out, before 2020 is over, why people needed to overstock on the toilet paper. We're going to figure this out. Right now, my theory is that the coronavirus causes diarrhea. That's my theory. (laughs) I think we're overlooking it. I think people are just scared that if they catch it, they're going to have diarrhea, and they're going to be constantly in the restroom, and they're going to need the toilet paper. That's fine. But that's the only theory I have. So, yeah. Jay, you look focused over there, man. What's what's going on? You got, got a lot on your mind or you just just as confused as the, both of us?
1: I, I'm, I'm just confused about about everything. <laughs> okay, okay. But it'll but all it, work out.
2: It, it will, man. It'll get better.
1: It'll get better. Oh, last I, don't, thing, I don't even know if I'm coming to Texas at the end of the month now. We'll, we'll see how it goes.
2: Oh, yeah, that's true. Damn.
3: The last thing I would just say before we close out is, people, you got to understand, the same products sell out every time any type of disaster Happens. People buy the same shit. It doesn't fucking matter. So I mean,
1: it is what it is, man. See y'all, niggas later, man.
3: <laughs> for sure, for sure.
1: That being said, this has been the No Boundaries When We Feel Like It podcast. Thank you for listening. Go, man. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved
0: for an understanding of the underlying order of the world.